Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof, blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. You know what I like about God? Ask and ye shall receive. Whatever is lacking in your life, all you have to do is have a conversation with Daddy God, and he will direct your path. God is so faithful, so grateful, so gracious, so long-suffering. We should be grateful that he is so long-suffering. Most of us would have written us off if we were God. Now, we want God to be merciful with us, but we are quick to write off other people. We want God to long suffer with us, but we are quick to keep a checklist to say, you know what? They don't act like A, B, and C, therefore they're insignificant. Oh, yeah. Then we get mad. Because other people treat us the same way. But God's not like that. That's because he's all-knowing, all-powerful, all-existing God. But he never takes himself. At least it takes a lot for him to. Now, Scripture says there is a point. Where we can't, there's, that has strive with us, work with us, and we can't find a place of repentance or change. But I surmise that that is because we finally came to a place that we really have no intentions of ever doing what he said to begin with. There is a place of no return. But I know from my own life that takes a long time and a lot of hard-headedness. The saddest thing in the world is to see someone come to the end of their life, never apprehending what Christ has for them, with the same old stinking thinking and nasty attitude. Same burden, same problem. 
all costs. They refuse to believe God. God, we believe you today. Last night, I I asked God for some stuff. I needed some answers. And you know what I like about my father? He does exceedingly abundantly more than I could ever think or ask. According to the power that works in me. Now, think about this. Now, isn't that amazing? He gives you the power to get from him what you need. Who does that? I'm going to give you all the answers before you even ask. Because I want to give you all the blessings. Now, you know the world system. We would have people digging, hunting, begging, playing mind games. Oh, she don't work for this. <laughs> she got to prove herself. We even do that in friendships and relationships. But God's not like that. I know you can easily say it's because he's God. But do you know we're created in his image? That we should have the same heart toward humanity? That we should be long-suffering, patient, kind, never quick to judge? We want everybody to be like us, act like us, think like us, walk like us, go through the same pain that we went through so we can say, girl, I know how that feels. I was thinking this morning, I was, um, there was a situation that came to my mind where a friend needed a certain kind of surgery. And she grabbed a prayer partner because, you know, when we go through situations, we don't realize that the best prayer partner we can grab is the Holy Spirit because he knows exactly what the heart of God is for our life. And it's okay to pray for one another. Scripture says we're supposed to do that. But we need to be mindful who we get to pray for us. Let me tell you my story. So she grabbed this prayer partner, and for months they prayed for her physical condition. She needed a partial hysterectomy, but she wanted to have children. Her prayer partner, fervent, effectual prayers of a righteous man avail much. Great prayer partner, right? So God doesn't heal her in the way she wants to be healed. In fact, I don't believe God healed her. I believe she went through surgery. You know, God is gracious and merciful and loving, and he's given us great wisdom. But we need to recognize that sometimes we settle for less than his best. And I believe in this situation, less than his best was the partial hysterectomy. 
Later on, the friend went through the same thing. Guess what she discovered about her friend? Her friend really didn't believe. Her friend had at the root of her mindset a spirit of feminism. She despised being female. Therefore, taking out the female hardware, I'll call it that, that would allow a woman to reproduce always seem messy and unnecessary. So let's think about the whole situation. One friend is believing God that this messy hardware would be fixed so that she can reproduce another life. She asked a prayer partner to pray with her that did not believe messy hardware was necessary for a woman to have. And quite honestly, and had one child and felt like that was enough. Had no respect for her femininity, no respect for the call of God to multiply and be be fruitful. Why? Because she had a spirit that was dormant inside of her. So her days in, as a feminist, quite honestly, I don't think that mindset at that moment had ever changed or been challenged. And I don't necessarily think it was dormant. I just think this was her way of viewing life. There are times we have things on the inside of us that we need to change, honestly. It doesn't line up with God's heart. When we connect with one another, we need to be mindful of who prays for us. Why? Because everyone is not standing in agreement with you. They may be praying with you, but they may not be in agreement with you. There are times that you are believing one thing, but because someone has had an experience, they, just because I've had an experience doesn't mean that that was God's best for my life. He may have brought me through it. He may have loved me through it. He may have provided protection even in it. But it was not his riches and highest best. I believe this is at the root of why the church has no power. Because it has fallen from the okie doke. The enemy, and not just the enemy, our own intellect has set us up in opposition to the truth of God's word. Beloved, I wish above all things I would be in health. Uh, 
Thou will prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. We even go to church where there is no soul prosperity. No one challenges our mind. I have my particular situation. My husband has been had been chronically sick throughout our youth. We've been together since teenagers. Once a year, he would be so badly, his asthma would be so bad, he'd, he'd have an acute attack and have to be in the hospital for days. This continued. I think we had been married uh, almost 10 years. But I began to get the revelation. No. Systematically, we changed our diet. We changed our diet. We cut out a, a whole lot of things because my son was dyslexic, and I had to feed him differently so that he wouldn't be hyperactive. A lot of times our children are hyperactive, and there are a lot of things that open up in our children because we don't feed them right. So I changed the whole family's diet. My husband stopped getting sick. We began to believe God for health. We went through a period where we didn't even have aspirin in our house. We went from chronically asthmatic, husband and son, to not needing any kind of drug. We got involved with the church because at the time we attended church, but there was no real, well, my husband was not involved in the church. So when we start going to a particular church, Everything that I was began to be challenged because it was not uncommon for my son to have a salad for breakfast with lean meat and no preservative. We made homemade whole wheat. Biscuits. We didn't use any jelly off, just jelly. We used honey, pure honey, good honey. So his breakfast was monitored. But this became a source of contention in our home because we were around people that thought good old-fashioned soul food was what my husband needed. Keep in mind, he's finally healthy. His weight, 165, 175. No more wheezing and coughing. No high blood pressure. No diabetes. With, but in order to get along, I backed up in the corner 
and allow the enemy to take over my home. I reintroduced my family to food that I knew would kill them because I was being challenged as a woman. This is what the spirit of religion will do. Within one year, my husband was on blood pressure medicine. He has been diagnosed as diabetic. He can't breathe without asthma medicine. And everybody is obese. My son went away to college, and because the spirit was operating in him, he went away lean and mean. I looked at him, and I said, don't go on this campus and start eating all this garbage that these people are eating because it will destroy your health. Within what, And he was so excited, I finally get to eat what I want to eat, when I want to eat it, and no one will be monitoring it. Because I would throw it away, baby. You brought a cake in my house, it was in the trash before your head could spin. Because we had dessert once a week, because we honored our bodies. Within a year, he was 40 pounds overweight. He has never been back to the same place that he was before he went into college. Why? Because he thought what I had put in place in his life, I was depriving him of something that was good. Why do I mention this? We can have in our mind certain things. But if the enemy comes, paints a picture, we will exchange what we know. We can have relationships in this particular situation. We can let the enemy intimidate us, make us feel bad about who we are. We can have one thing in our mind about what God is saying but exchange it even when people what I'm, when people don't agree with what God has already said to you. The highest standard is the word of God. God wants us healthy and prosperous. There's nothing in scripture that says, that a partial hysterectomy is necessary when God has sent his word to heal us. Now, we might go through surgery, but what we begin to do is that our, that's what I'm trying to get at. We let our life circumstances dictate to us the level that we will believe and trust God. In the situation where the friend was a feminist, she had no faith 
There was no agreement to preserve this other woman's body and sexual organs of reproduction. No agreement. You may pray all day and all night, but there was no agreement. In my situation, when it came to the care of my home, I was in the midst of a people that not only were they not in agreement with me, what they believed was contrary, obviously, to everything that I believe God has spoken. Had I not changed my son's diet, they wanted to put him on Ritalin. He was chronically asthmatic. His stomach was protruding and extended all the time. He couldn't focus in school, none of those things. Had I not started learning proper nutrition, my son never would have made it. So why would I open the door to sickness and disease because of another man's opinion? We value the wrong thing, and we come into agreement with one another in areas that undermine what God is trying to do. It's okay that people disagreed. But you got to know that you know that you know that what God says in his word is the final authority, not your situation, not my situation. And you can't take people where they don't want to go. But just because they don't want to go there doesn't mean that you should change. Had I been wiser, I would have let my husband eat whatever the church told him to eat, and I never would have changed my diet. Now here I am fighting a war that had already been won, but I came out of agreement. And in the last two years have struggled the most because the infrastructure for being healthy, I completely made it insignificant. God said, Sherelle, you know more. What you know is not reflected in your lifestyle. Why? Because we allow what we see, what we hear, what we feel to be superimposed over what we know God has already said. Every joint supplies. There are people that I go to that I know in certain areas that know a whole lot more than I do about God. I'm okay with it. I heard Kenneth Copeland say, if you want to know about revelation, don't come to me. That's not the area that God has given me. God has given me a revelation of faith. If I need other revelation, I know who specializes in those areas. And I go to those people because I know that's the power and the anointing that they walk in. 
In the case of this friend, we asked for prayer, and the friend didn't even have victory in this area herself. We model our life after things and people and what they say. We don't take time to look and see what the track record is. So this morning, I I didn't expect this take so long with this, but this morning, what I would like to pray for is every area in our life that we have been deceived. We're asking God for one thing, but our belief is somewhere entirely different. In the case of the two friends, the one friend had no idea that the person she had asked to pray for her did not have faith to come into agreement with. Scripture says, how can two people walk together unless they agree? So her disagreement, you come in agreement with her disagreement. You said, but why should my prayer be dependent on somebody else? It's not. It's dependent on what you come in agreement with. And often we're holding hands with someone, and we don't say, what do you feel about this? What do you think about this? Where's your faith in this area? And sometimes we don't ask ourselves, what do we think about this? What do we really believe about this? Is it lined up with the word? Is it based on what we want versus what God wants or what somebody else said or what somebody else did? Now, I know this this broadcast puts me on blast, but it's time for me to be there. In fact, it's past time. It's 11.59 and a half, and the enemy wants to wipe me out and cripple me. But I have a choice to make. doesn't matter what I feel like. doesn't matter what I've seen. It doesn't matter the condition of my mama. It doesn't matter the, the condition of my sister. It doesn't matter what I see around me. I know truth, and I trust God to redeem the time. And I have time to make time because the energy that I spend not feeling good, I could be using to build the kingdom of God. So if my husband still want to bring in those bags from those places, that's creating food that kills you. I've got to love me and God enough to say, if that's what you want to do, you go ahead. But with everything within me, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve him. I'm going to present my body a living sacrifice 
That's the least I can do for such a great God. I'm going to come in agreement with his word. Father God, I thank you that you sent your word to heal us. This morning we receive healing. Healing is the children's bread. Heal our emotions, Daddy. Touch those places in us that opposes the will of God for our life. Lord, if there's hit any hidden thing that's operating in us that keep us from achieving what you've called us to, Father, if there are any places of agreement, with the adversary and with deception regarding our life in any area, whether it be our health, whether it be finances, whether it be what we think about ourselves, God. Some of us have switches inside of us that all the enemy has to do is come and flip them. And everything that God has spoken is negated. Father, we ask for the annihilation of these switches. (laughs) Not only do we want them so that we can obey you, we want to get rid of them completely, Father. Oh, yeah, you can do it, God. With man, it's impossible. With man, the best I can do is be drugged, whether it's psychotic drugs or drugs to change my physical body. That's the best man can do. I may go to a counselor, and they may teach me how to control my mind. That's the best they can do. But, Father God, your word says, that we can have mind transformation. Our mind can be changed, Lord. You are the change agent, and we submit ourselves to the process, God, and we're going to delight in the journey. We're going to delight in learning your way, new things. We're going to delight in representing you in ways that other people have not gotten the revelation, Lord. We're not going to second-guess Holy Spirit. Ah, Father God, thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. Thank you for brand-new mercies. Thank you this morning that when we got up, I know for me last night my sleep was so supernatural and sweet. I slept so good. I got a revelation. I, 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 God showed me how mind control operates. And even in some of the areas of our life, the enemy is squeezing out the revelation that God is releasing. Because he's in control. That's part of the world system. Mind control is at the root of so many things, from television commercials to TV. All these things, Father, have been created to control our minds. 
Father, even excessive amount of religious music because it keeps us from fellowshipping with you and allowing you to speak to us. You're that still small boy that wants to bring correction into our lives. But we've allowed religious clamor to stop and to hinder your voice in our life. Father, sometimes we don't want to be quiet. And some of us, as soon as the as soon as you start talking, our mind, not the enemy, but our mind begins to get busy because we're not planning on changing and allowing you to bring us into that place that you've ordained for us because it requires sacrifice. Father God, help us to sacrifice on this side. Father, you have given us the answer before the problem comes, and you have given us the answer in such a way that we may not even know that a problem was coming because of our obedience. We didn't see it. We didn't see that car. We were not at that traffic light. The enemy had set up some things, and we didn't even encounter it, didn't even know that there was the trap. And that's that's the way it was with health issues in this house until we lined ourselves up with the lies of the enemy. Father God, help us. We live in a world of deception. It's easier to get a $2 burger with no vitamins and no health in it than it is to produce meat and to eat food that is organic. Father God, we ask that you would begin to move in our life. Father God, it's easier to look good Then it is to come up with a strategy to invest our money in such a way that we can be prosperous and our children can benefit from that prosperity and our children's children can benefit from that prosperity. Little things like $5 a week till you're 65, you'll end up being a millionaire. Father, we're so deceived into thinking that we can't do better than what we are and we need to settle for this. Father God, we're believing you supernaturally and collectively for big visions, Father. We thank you, Father God, for buildings, houses, and land to incorporate businesses 
that will feed the multitude and provide job opportunities to people that the world say is not employable. But, Father God, because of the revelation of Jesus Christ and minds being changed and transformed, these foolish people that the world has negated will confound them because of the anointing and the mercy and the grace and the long-suffering of an awesome, mighty God to which you are, God. Father God calls us to, as Pastor said, some of us still are living in the mud and the miry clay. We're stuck. But, Father, I praise you and I thank you that by the power of the Holy Spirit that we come up out of that place of being stuck into a place of revelation, into a place of power, wherever we're stuck in our minds, Lord, because that's where the power is, the power to agree with you, God. That's why you said to present our bodies a living sacrifice. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Conformed to this world begins in your mind. Transformation is a mind thing. We change our mind. We line our mind up with the word of God. Anywhere there's deception, God. Father, we recognize that you are not a man that you should lie. You mean exactly what you say. Your creation is very precise. You knew exactly where this world was headed. And you gave us everything that we needed in order to be prosperous and in health, regardless of the direction of the world. So we align ourselves, body, soul, and spirit, with your will and your plan and your purpose. Father, you said if we eat any deadly thing, it will not harm us. But you also said don't tempt you. So, Father God, we bring that revelation into balance. God, you are the healer. But making right choices is a willful decision, God, about our finances, about our bodies, about our self-esteem, all of these things. Continue to raise us up individually as a body. Father, it is not just about food. It's not just about finances. It's about the little foxes that deceive us, that keep us out of the place of blessing. I know it's a lot on the line, Father. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God, we want what you want. We want what you want. Anything that's tripping us up. Anywhere that we're in agreement with the enemy. Where the evil genius has superimposed 
on our way of processing life, his lie. We come out of agreement. We can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. We can build a business. We can educate ourselves. We can systematically bring our life into structure and order. We can, Father God, walk in health and prosperity. We can, Father God, walk in love and victory. We can, Father God, see people saved, set free, delivered. We can, Father God, discipline ourselves in such a way, Lord, that we're in agreement with everything that you're doing, Father, so that the glory of God may be revealed in our midst. We can make changes, God. Show us the little things. Most of us aren't doing the big thing. We're not willfully fornicating. We're not willfully committing adultery. We're not stealing and killing willfully. We're not making a conscious effort that we're going to rob a bank or destroy another life. We're not sitting, plotting, figuring out how we can manipulate and control and destroy other people. Just like in the example, that friend had no desire to see her friend suffer. But she didn't know what was inside of her. She she never allowed Holy Spirit to correct and scrutinize that area. Father, where there's a spirit of pride, Sometimes we have pride in what we've been, pride in what we've accomplished, that we do not allow God in areas of our life. One friend had brought the lie of feminism. not realizing that you had made women equal to begin with. In Christ, that's a non-issue. What I do is not who I am. It's what I do. It's my act of worship toward you, God. Submission is worship. Coming in agreement with you is worship, God. To be a help meet is worship. And even in that, you've made provisions for my liberty, my freedom, my personality, my gift mix. You're a great God, an awesome God. So being a woman is a great thing. I'm made in your image, fearfully and wonderfully made. Every part of my body Every organ, every tissue glorifies you, Father. For it reveals your great mind. It reveals your love, your kindness, your goodness, your mercy, your long suffering. 
It reveals a peace that passes all understanding. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for how you're living, how you're moving, what you're doing in our life, Father. We thank you, Father, that in you we live, move, and have our being. You are our source and you are our strength. You are a great God. You're awesome and you're powerful. You're merciful and you're long-suffering. We bless your holy name. Your name is above every name. Your name is Jesus, Lord of lords and King of kings. You are a mighty God. You are great God. We bless your holy name. We reverence you, God. We honor you, Father. We thank you for revelation to live the life that you've called us to live and to become what you called us to become. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being so kind to us. We take our place and our position in the kingdom, in Jesus' name. Father God, you are Lord and Savior. You are merciful. You are the great king in all the earth. We bless you. We bless you. Father God, we thank you this morning for our time of prayer and intercession. We thank you, Father God, that as we begin our weekend, preparing for spending time with you, spending time with our families. Give us wisdom. Give us mercy. Give us your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. This has been Win Community Prayer Line. If you want to join us every morning, you can. 724-444-7444. Call ID 121201. We thank you, and we will be here 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.